And welcome back to another Chaos Corner podcast. My name's Steve. Yes, yes. My name's Donovan. And today we are going to be talking about style and charisma over talent. And which is better and who's more successful, talented people or charismatic well, people? Well, yeah, it's something that uh, has come up in conversations uh, that I've been in with fellow artists and just people in general that are into kind of pop culture uh, and you hear people say he's not even talented he's just where's this or he comes he goes around like this and he's got this catchphrase and it got me to thinking okay talent uh, and charisma uh, say style versus substance which one can take you further or furthest again I would say that you want to hit both in an ideal world. In an ideal world. Yeah. But there's not many artists. Very that, few. Very few. Actors, artists, um, people in the media that have got them both on point. There okay. isn't many, I would okay, say. Okay, so let's start with the people that we think have got it on point. Then let's, so who, who do we think they are? Because there are very few, in my opinion. I think you've got, Ooh. for example... The, I'm going to go for the obvious ones to make your life harder. So I'm going to go with <laughs> like Freddie Mercury... Talented yes, and charismatic Michael Jackson. Um, obviously flamboyant dancing. Maybe not so much off stage, but certainly on stage. Oh, yeah. Um, Prince. What are you doing to me here? You're you know, taking all the top <laughs> ones. David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've got all these guys who've got that mixture of great voices and... and See, how and, I've got a theory with David Bowie, though. He's a bit of an enigma, chari- but we'll go on to that. Chari- charisma. Mm. And then you've then you've got then you've got movie stars. I mean, then you've got people like what I would put into category. Like, for example, I think Will Smith is a perfect balance of charisma and talent. And talent. Okay, because he's you know he's quite boisterous and funny, but then he's well, got that real serious side as well. Well, yeah, I think it de- with acting it depends uh, on the roles that you choose. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think where Will Smith's been quite clever. He can always do the kind of uh, brash, cocky, Mike uh, Mike Lowry bad boys thing. Yeah. Uh, but then he did stuff like Seven Pounds and The Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, yeah. And so he's chosen his roles quite carefully. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, he's a, he's a good example, I'd say, of, you know, style, charisma and talent. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. I, I also think, though, it spreads into all forms of... Arts. Let's see. Take martial media, arts. Yeah. Take martial arts for example. Um, the four-year rise that was Conor McGregor. Mm. Was he as good as we all thought he was, or did his mouth get him the well, money? You was a you were a big fan when he first fan. blew up, wasn't still, he? And yeah. I was never convinced. I didn't really particularly like the way he came across. Fight. But again. I don't know. I don't know that world. He's had his ass handed to him a couple of times now, hasn't he? Or yeah. I, although I do think he deals with it quite well when he does lose. Ex- Not when he's slapping for, old men ex- in pubs. Except for that one time. Yeah, he, he is a bit mad, but he is crazily eccentric, and I think that's why people tune in with him because. And he was able to back it up for a for a, a snapshot of time, I guess at least. Uh, well, he was well, on top even, of his game. The, yeah, but even in the fights he lost, he lost against guys who were in a much heavier weight division. Sure, he was taking on guys that were three weight divisions above him. Then he took on arguably one of the best boxers of all time, which was never going to win. But still, he did a better job than I think most people thought he would. And it. But it was his charisma and his mouth and his salesmanship mm-hmm. that got him those fights in the first place. True. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the a, man could sell a fight. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's a certain <laughs> amount of entrepreneurship in that as well. Yeah. So uh, that is... Mayweather. Yeah, confidence, charisma. It can it can carry you. Um, I'd like to kind of say that these people... It's hard to gauge, isn't it? It's not that quantifiable what, what kind of percentage of each have they got mm-hmm. unless you are mad charismatic, especially in sport. And have never been beaten from the day that you start, from the day that you retire, yeah. to the day that you retire. You know. Yeah, I, th- I think 
I think it, I think it's I think it's a big one. I genuinely my stance on this is I personally think charisma can take you charisma and likability. I think you can be charismatic. Personality, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I think personality wise, you can be very charismatic and very funny and very likable and all the rest of it. But if sorry, very charismatic and, and entertaining. But if you're not a likable person, I think all that goes out the window unless you play the bad guy role really well, like a villain. But yeah. it's, again, it's subjective, isn't it? Because we're like just Kanye talk- West. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I I could kind of characterize or uh, categorize West with McGregor personally, and it's subjective yes. because you say you've got to be likable. I I've never found Conor McGregor likable personally. Yeah. But again, a person that gels with you might not gel with me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's a subjective, subjective thing yeah. of who's likable and who's not. Uh, you have to be but, a special but, kind of person that everyone likes I think, you. I think that Conor McGregor's appeal was, though, was he knew that by behaving in the way that he did, people would hate him. Mm. And that actually sells more tickets. Yeah, again, it's that, that caricature everyone, thing. Everyone wants to see him get knocked out. It's the caricature thing again, yep. making yourself the kind of cocky villain uh, or kind of anti-hero, maybe. Maybe yep. that's the word for him, anti-hero. Yep. Um, Unless you're Irish. And then they all seem to love him, <laughs> or most of them. Well, yeah, there's a vested interest there, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Uh, but going back to the kind of um, the kind of arts world, something just popped into my head where you said uh, that the likability, and and then I said it's very difficult that to get a person that everyone like. There isn't anyone that you'd meet that you speak to that doesn't like him. Yeah. Would you class Tom Hanks as mad charismatic as a big massive personality as an actor? When you see him interviewed and stuff? Um, no, maybe not as in funny or extroverted, but I do, I do genuinely think that that man has got... Does anyone not like him? He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, but he's got a presence though, hasn't he? Yeah. It's like when he's talking, people listen, and I think that's... that's you can't actually, learn that, can you, or can I, you? I, I think that's just a natural skill that mm. some people have. Yeah, you have to have it, yeah. or you don't. You have to have it, and I think that he has that, and he's very, he's, I think, again, he's very careful with a lot of the things that he says. Yeah. It's very rare you hear him in any kind of controversy or he said something to upset anyone. running his mouth off, yeah. He, he probably has got opinions. <laughs> but he, I would he very he rarely shares them online. Mm. Other than the fact that he's a Villa fan, which is, which is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. We've just lost half so, of our podcast listeners. No, <laughs> I'm not saying my. I'd rather say my political views on on this podcast than the team that I support. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm doing neither, by the way. Oh my um, god, that's that's bad. That's how bad my TV is at the moment. So, wow. so right, okay. So let's see acting because I'm going to be more kind of kind of uh, erring on the side of movies, and I think Steve, you're maybe going to be more looking at yeah uh, musical artists. Or yeah, bands. I think so. Yeah. I think kind of the archetypal, for me, style over substance, success story, I would say is, as an actor, is someone like Keanu Reeves. Now, Keanu Reeves... Oh, yeah. Keanu yeah. Reeves is probably one of the biggest grossing actors that there ever has been. I like him. Yeah, nice I think <laughs> he's a fantastic human being. Yep. But as a personality, charisma... Um, He's like rice. No, no. I want to say, this is <laughs> style over substance. I think, I don't think I've ever watched him act in a movie and go, wow, that that performance has just enwrapped me and I've never forgotten it. It's always been style. Yeah. He picks his parts very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. John Wick, Neo, you know, two of the, two of the main ones. Yeah. They're not massively dimensional. They, got, they haven't got loads of sides and loads of layers to no. them. But they are cool. Oh, yeah. And he's been very smart to know his limitations. Yeah. Uh, and know he's not Robert De Niro. He's not a chameleon. Yeah. He can't change shape and completely change personalities. Yeah. He is what he is, but he picks his parts really carefully. Yeah. Uh, and I think he, style over substance. I'm not saying he's a man that, with no substance, by the way, personally. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, you've still got to be act- able to play those roles. Yes. He's a better actor than I am, or you. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's not talented oh. at all. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not talented at all. I'm just saying you never you never saw me on a Saturday afternoon 
running into a penalty box, mate, if you think I can't act. The number of penalties are one. <laughs> Trapeze artist still kind of, yeah, yeah, gymnast. Uh, so I'd say he's the archetypal style has taken him wherever he's needed to go. Yeah. And I think it's taken him to the pinnacle. But I don't think he's a, he's a highly skilled actor. I don't, I think- I, I don't, I don't personally think he is. I think to expand on that, I think you could say that about most of the big action hero movie stars. Well, yeah, but again, you know, a, you know Arnold, to the, Arnold to the Schwarzenegger, role. would he have got the roles he got and would he be as big as he was if it wasn't for the gigantuous size that he was? Mm, yeah, Probably no. not. That was his niche, wasn't it? But so again, we, you know. exception to the rule, Will Smith, he can do both. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, don't think, I, don't, I don't love all of his movies, but I think he's... But all, I don't think he does the action hero as well as he does... Than, than the Sylvester Stallone, the, the, the uh, you know the you know what's his name the the English chap, Statham. Statham. I've never been a fan of his, but you know the. the I liked his early. St- I liked yeah. Snatch and Lockstock and when yeah. he was trying when he not trying to be American with that ridiculous yeah. accent that he tries, but uh, yeah. But he's not yeah. a great actor. But again, he plays those sort of brutal roles mm. really well, and and some roles like you say do suit actors. I mean, we got Robert is De Niro's in the new Irishman film, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna try and get watch that tonight. I, I personally think we both need to watch that in the next week and then come back. Maybe have a chat about it. Well, it's a Scorsese film, and we talked about this the other week, didn't we? We, we did. said his films are ridiculously long. I was yeah. gonna watch this. Is it probably last, the longest, I think. It I was think this ten is the, o'clock this is the last night. Ten o'clock last night. I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch that. Oh, three and a half hours. Maybe not tonight. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll start earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, okay, so. Um, but I agree with that one, yeah. I think Keanu Reeves definitely stole over. Okay. So we had points. we had a little conversation last night, I believe, and uh, you, Stevie did make me chuckle, and I think you... <laughs> <laughs> I think you mentioned um, an artist, oh, a, yes. a musician. Oh, yes. That I think is... Uh, I think you so, would put that artist up against Keanu Reeves as... Oh, no. ...style no, or... No, neither. Oh, screw it. You take it. You, ta- you take it the matter. So just, <laughs> we were discussing that an artist either needs to have style or charisma. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I uh, won't say it. So we were discussing that they either... Because I was saying style. Bowie wasn't a great singer. But yeah, Bowie wasn't a great singer. He's, but he's transcended he's got, he's just being an artist. Fashion he's an icon. Yeah. Everything. And I said, well, one of the biggest artists of all time had neither. He had zero personality <laughs> and he couldn't sing and he wasn't that great and musician but somehow it was like I don't know it was like a bacon and marmalade sandwich or something like you know all the ingredients were wrong but somehow it worked and that is the man himself Mr Paul McCartney I, isn't I, it sir sir Paul at McCartney. least call him the right title if you, then then continue then, then commence slating him completely he's but, got no talent but, or personality you know, he talks like this and then he's like really it's just really boring Ooh. to listen to like talk <laughs> And then his singing voice is not, obviously... No, I don't think anyone's going to argue the fact the man is not a great singer. He's hardly got the vocal range of, you know... This yeah, is going to get people to talking. Right. This is going to get the corner buzzing. He's this hardly got a like. massive vocal range. He has got a very distinctive voice. No, no, no. Voice. He can go... Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> but he, That's quite he, high. He's got a distinctive voice. And I, I do genuinely, as a producer myself... And at label owner, I actually think a distinctive voice is way more important than a good voice. Than a strong voice, Because yeah. you want it to be instantly recognisable when people Absolutely. hear it on the radio. It's a motif, so, isn't it? So yeah. there is that, but 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 that would be it. So I don't think he's got... I don't think he's particularly stylish. I mean, the band was stylish at the time. Obviously, they set trends. I don't know how much of that was down to him or their costume machine. designer mm. or machine that was the pushing machine. them. Um I don't know. If he was never in the Beatles, would he have made it? I personally think no. Well, it's not as if... I mean, it's hard to say because we're talking in hindsight, but if he was a solo artist... Well, he was artist, the engine room along... He was the engine room of the Beatles, wasn't yeah, he? But so if, you can't really put... You can't really yeah, separate them. Yeah, but without the band... Exactly, exactly. That's what I mean. It's you know, hard. You can't really it's a totally them. hypothetical situation, but without the band... I mean, today, if he was a 19-year-old today with the way that you have to break into the music industry nowadays, he wouldn't have a chance. Ooh. <laughs> he could do that well. He wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> but, again, I'm not... No, you know, to be honest, he, I, I, get got, he, he, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. But, you know, you know, any good quality bass players out there, tell me if he was any good at playing bass. I don't think... I think he was played some very, very simple stuff. Um, but, again... 
Look, I'm a very limited instrumentalist, right? I can play a little bit of drums, a little bit of keyboard, a little yeah, bit of yeah, bass, a little yeah. bit of writing. I can play every Beatles song ever made. Okay. Right. It, it, that's quite it, a that's quite that's quite it's a statement. A piece of piddle to play their stuff. Yeah. Okay. But that is also why There's nothing wrong with that particular. No, 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 absolutely not. In fact, if anything, that that is an art form in itself is the simp- uh, the simplicity of their music is what probably caught on so well because people could sing to it and they call know, it sing perfect along pop, to it. Don't yeah, they? perfect pop. So there's nothing wrong with what they did. It's just when we were talking about charisma and style versus talent raw talent raw talent yeah. like singing ability and whatever I was thinking well that man's got neither <laughs> how did he do he's like a mad anomaly that just seemed to made it through so there you go there you have it that's just my you opinion you heard you on the corner way. first Paul McCartney useless <laughs> in every way I don't want any like death threats or stuff he won't I'm be just, listening don't worry don't, no. um, or his people I yeah I don't know and again though he has got that distinctive voice and that sometimes over everything else could mm-hmm. be literally all you need. Mm-hmm. Very similar to the girl I posted in the um, the group I'm, I'm yesterday, um, Tones and I, the Australian yeah, girl. Yeah. That's not what I expected it to look like either, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Uh, that surprised me. And the song, what it was about, it surprised me, but it's got a very unique voice. The second I hear her voice, I know exactly who she is. I find it slightly annoying, mm-hmm. her voice, mm-hmm. but... I know it is it's distinctive. It's yeah. Distinctive. Yeah. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. And I think that's Paul McCartney, kind of those types of people like Keanu Reeves. I know loads of people who can't stand. Who think he's just terrible. I love in him. every way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. think no, like just like he's in his acting. Like his films are just awful. I know people that think he's terrible, mm. but I love him. I love all of his films. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about all of his films, but I think he's, well, all he's, the major ones. Yeah, yeah. He's chosen his roles very, very well. Uh, down the years uh, and as I say I, I don't think he is um, a chameleon in any way or a method actor he's not trying to be I don't think no. um, he is he is what he is he knows what he is and he's very good at what he does mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah so anyway okay how about because you did say um, you, you reeled off a couple of artists that are both uh, mm-hmm. with the with the talent and charisma um, so maybe let's try and narrow down. Apart from Paul McCartney, who has neither. That's that's Steve's words again, by the way. A disclaimer: <laughs> it doesn't reflect my personal beliefs on support McCartney. Um, You're just too scared. To say. No, <laughs> let's no. go. Let's go with bands and artists that have just got the one. What would you say, bands and artists that have only got the one of the things? Um, so you're thinking of people. For me. Uh, I would say one of my favourite bands of all time are all one and pretty much none of the other. Oh, so okay. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Radiohead. Okay. Uh, Radiohead are, for me, uh, one of the most intelligent, uh, kind of broad thinking, um, unafraid, ballsy bands of the 90s and now. Because obviously they've stretched over. They've actually stretched into the 80s, late 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the way they have re-package uh, themselves the way they have gone into other genres boldly. And yeah. I just really respect them. But charisma personality, I would say pretty much zero. Yeah. I think that what think what radio did was that they almost treated music like a science. Yes. Yeah. And that, well, is, and, and to a degree it is. Mm. Um, there's a lot that goes into music that people don't understand. But... Um, I think they treated it as a science and they found a balance between sound and science and it worked. Mm. I, I, that's the... But they were, they, were, they were an indie band originally. Yeah. They were just kind of basic, <clears throat> you know, balls to the floor. New sound. Indie band. It's a sound though, isn't it? And it, it, it's, like, it's like anything. If you, if you create a new sound that's distinctive, again, you're going to have your people who... The, the trouble with bands like that is... They are, you're either going to love them or hate them. But the good thing for bands like that is the people that do love them, they love them. Yes. It's like a way, it's like a religion. And that's why they become so successful. Yeah. There's that, there's that a pun. What? It's like a religion. No. What what, what do you think? Isn't that one of the lyrics in one of the... Possibly, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, you know what I mean? They're they're devout kind of bands, you know, you can't say anything against them. Yeah, people who are in niches do tend to have... Yeah. More it's cult, it's and that's cult, why they last so long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, would you say then, Steve? Obviously, I don't want to keep kind of uh, panning you on this, but the Sir <laughs> Paul McCartney thing. Would you say that the the kind of uh, the juxtaposition of that um, 
would be someone like Mick Jagger. Um, <laughs> because he's got more of one than the other. What would you what say you? Mick, on Jagger Mick Jagger is one hundred and twenty thousand percent. If that's even a figure. No, but right. go on. <laughs> Charisma. Okay. Go on, back it up then. Well, I'm, that I'm, beautiful I'm, singing voice. I'm basing this purely on his, you know, his octave range, his vocal range, mm-hmm. and vocal ability as a singer. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, not as a singer, as a vocalist. As a vocalist, not just a singer. Yeah. He's not great. No, he isn't. Uh, I don't think he would say that he is, I'm not sure. No, I think I've heard him in interviews say that he isn't, so that's fine. And I've heard him actually say that if I, he had to be in this pop culture nowadays where they have to audition for everything, he would never have made it. No. He said that himself, mm-hmm. seen him say that. <clears throat> yeah. I think Ozzy Osbourne has said the same and, and, and many others. But, man, they were cool. Oh, gosh. Yeah. They were ridiculously oh. cool, and like they're, they're, they're the only humans on earth now that have like basically become. I don't think they're ever gonna die. <laughs> and that all, seems to have become has, like has a he brand just become a father as well, at like seventy nine or something. Yeah, my man, oh, the man's a dude, isn't he? So yeah, it's, whether it's, you like him or not, I mean, he can, the thing is, he's known for his moves and his shakes and his moves like that. Yeah. Hey, man, man can't dance either. Not particularly. No, <laughs> he's always no Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, not at all. But you know, I think what he represented though is almost like. Um, a no F's given yes. attitude. It's the attitude. And that's I think the, at the, t- the word. I think, at the t- the I think the time that they came out, that was maybe needed. Yeah, because they came out at a time when teenage culture in uh, kind of inverted commas was very new. Mm. There wasn't. There weren't teenagers before Elvis. That's all. No. That's, that's a yeah. fact. Yeah, that yeah. age group wasn't recognised as an Wait, age group. Do you know what? Is, you know, it, it, Elvis is actually probably a really good one to talk about because when you talk about like again vocal ability of his era, mm-hmm. was he one of the best singers around? I mean, I think he got better as he got older. Yeah, if his vocal ability got better as he got older. Well, he had like a. A spike in the middle, yeah, and then he went really down. Yeah, but he, I would never have said again that he was the greatest vocalist. He just had a really different, deep, rich sounding mm-hmm. voice. But he was just dead good looking, and everyone loved him. Yeah, and and it was and that was and he played on that. And yeah, became yeah, he did the, the hip gyration man. as well. Yeah, didn't yeah, he, that, yeah. Man, then. So he, he he found. I think what the people with charisma are very good at doing is actually a good word you use was entrepreneurship. I think they've got very entrepreneurial minds. I think one of the things I'm teaching bands and artists now is to try and treat themselves like a brand, not a band or an artist. Or a musician, yeah. Because you make very little money now from music. Mm. No one's buying music. Uh, although I do think that that is about to change because there mm. is some big Spotify news. Maybe touch on it a little bit in a sec, but um, as a little middle section. But they made all their money back then from music sales. So mm. they were very good at, back in the sort of 60s, 70s and 80s, uh, branding themselves. So everyone knows what Guns N' Roses were about. Everyone knows what Black Sabbath were about. Everybody knows what, you know, Depeche Mode were about. Everybody mm-hmm. knows what Boy mm-hmm. George was about. Mm-hmm. That all got a real brand identity. Smiths. Yeah, the Smiths. Yeah. Were, the, you knew, yeah. And the Beatles. The Beatles and that's yeah, why they, yeah. their brand suits. Yeah, everything Stones, was in suits. The mouth with the yeah, lips. Exactly. You know, yeah. Kiss with the yeah, fucking, yeah. oh, with the makeup. It was mm-hmm. just, they were so good at branding during those eras. Even before branding, as we call it now, yeah. it became a thing. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, yeah. it Kiss, the most marketed Band of all time, something I read not something long ago. along those lines. They I don't know the exact one of the biggest facts, grossing yeah. bands of all time. And again, mm. I would go back to, oh, they. I mean, they had songs like Love Gun and things like that, but that were mm. good, you know, anthems. Mm. But were they that great as a yeah. band? God I don't gave, know. God gave but, rock and roll to you. Yeah, that was a cover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that wasn't their but song. But the show that they put on is extraordinary. Mm. So again, it, this I actually think this argument is massively or like convincing me only further that charisma and style will mm. get you way, way further, way, way further than talent. Okay, way and, and, further and craft. Well, it's, especially the- in terms of money. Maybe not so much in terms well, of notoriety. Is, yeah, and, this is the thing. Then uh, you you've know. got you've got the Radiohead problem of no. <laughs> this sounds like I'm really really insulting to Tom York and his and his buddies, but I'm not because I love them to bits. But they 
I think he would say himself, Samuel, he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't, he's not big on people <laughs> in general, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. That's why they took a hiatus because he just went a bit mental and went, get out, everyone just get away from me. Yeah. You know, so, um, but so. that again, that's part and parcel. So a lot of people were doing that in the nineties, you know, yeah. a lot of people with the generation X, Kirk Cobain thing, do you mean? Yeah. Everyone hates me and I hate them, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so which, Steve is on the side of, Obviously, charisma can take you further. I don't know. I still, I'm still undecided. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, so I think we're going to keep. I'm going to put it out as a thing. What do you think, Steve? A poll. I think we should uh, put it corner. out as a poll. Poll on the corner. I want to give. I want to give some examples though of, mm-hmm. and and this is where I think I agree. Oh man, I'm being madly controversial today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Um, Simon Cowell knows a lot more than people give him credit for. Because um, people just go, oh, this manufactured crap and all the rest of it. Like, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. And yeah, okay, I get that. It is. And it has. But I would also argue that some of the people that have not won it have actually gone, because they weren't as talented, mm. have gone on. Why is it the people who come second and third always seem to do better on that show? In yeah, one direction. Well, yeah. Look at Ryland Clark. Mm. The man's yeah. on every bloody TV show there is. Mm. Yeah. His charisma and his character has, has got him way further than his talent. Yeah. And, and, and but maybe that is his talent. No, no you're right. Yeah. Very, he went on there as a singer. He was a singer. And he was a joke he from the start, wasn't camp he? as hell, but he could hold a note. He could, he could actually, hold a note. He could yeah, actually yeah. sing. Um, you know, he probably got more of a range than Paul McCartney. But... <laughs> My words are for second a batter in today, Sorry. isn't it? <laughs> I'm just doing it on purpose now. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he could sing. He had got a vocal range, but but it was his charisma. Just pull that. All these artists that you think are crap, but he's as bad as Paul McCartney. <laughs> no, let's not but, do that. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm sure Paul McCartney's sitting in his mansion I'm somewhere. I'm sure he doesn't really care what we think. What we think. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so, so right... <laughs> that was the postman. We're in a great uh, restaurant. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I think that Ryland did very well. Another exa- great example, absolutely brilliant example, would be Ollie Murs. Mm. You yeah. know, Ollie Murs was nowhere near the best um, contestant on that show, um, but he's he's gone on to have a really successful music career, sells out everything he does. He seems like a top bloke. He's really he, relatable to most guys, I think, the same age as him. He's You know, he loves his football, football man, you yeah, know, he's, yeah. and he's a bloody good footballer as well at that. Mm-hmm. Um, he... He can he can move a little bit. He's got a little bit of talent, but mm-hmm. mostly he's just a really likable, charismatic, funny yeah. kind of guy. Likeable, yeah. And that's got him then onto TV. It's got him. And again, there's no way if he went on there and hadn't got the charisma and the personality that he got, that A, you'd have got to the final, yeah. and B, that he'd still be working now. No, that's true. No, you've got a point there. You've got a point there. I think it's massive. Uh, and as you said about Simon Cowell, either way... Um, if they win it or not, he's going to be making money off him anyway. Oh. <laughs> so he's not stupid. I'm not going to talk about this too much because I don't want to say anything. But I, I the performance, I did a performance on, when, when was it? Two days ago. Mm. <clears throat> and then I was approached by someone who wants to meet with me um, musically who could have a big impact on my music if, if anything was to happen working with that person. Sure. But I don't think, uh, and actually, and whilst they commented on my voice and said, you've got a great voice, one of the things that he said that I did that no one else did on the night was interact with the audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, show some personality. Yeah, and it was, and, and and again, it's, like I always, when I jump onto stage, because I get, I'm really comfortable with singing on stage in front of as many people as you want. I do not care. Yeah, I'm too, quite yeah. confident in my ability yeah, to yeah. sing. It doesn't bother so me. So that's either. fine. Yeah. It was actually the talking bits in between. I was like, what do I say? So now, like, what I'll do now is I'll single out an individual, and that's become almost like my, my thing on stage. And then I'll play on it throughout the show. So it almost becomes a character. Like a standard comedian. So, yeah. Uh, so like literally, I, I was at a show literally a week ago and the room was quite quiet at first. And I went, right, so who loves rock and roll? And this one guy at the front just went, yeah, I really went for it. I was like, stopped, paused. And I went, 
You. I think he definitely does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the room had a little bit of a giggle. Mm-hmm. It relaxed the room a little bit. Because relaxed you a little bit. It relaxed me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And then I asked him, I went, go on, what stuff are you into? And then I started like a little back and forth with him. Yeah. Took the mickey out of him a little bit because he mm-hmm. said a really terrible band. Um, and I said, <laughs> I will not be doing that tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah. I had a little yeah. bit of a joke. Mm. But then I actually think it's the personality that then gets them on side for me that mm. then makes them have a better evening. Yeah. The thing is, though... And, and, and more importantly, I get booked back. Yes. Yeah. But again, you're doing all that, uh, which is great. But if you were completely naff and your songs were crap and your yeah. voice was terrible, it wouldn't have the same resonance. No, it? exactly. So they've I, got to work hand in hand at yeah, some Yeah, you've stage. got to have... But I, I think I've had to work on the charisma thing. Yeah. On stage, especially, mm. um, I'm not. I thought when I was in my old band, I felt really uncomfortable being this wild rock and roll person. Mm-hmm. Like even just head banging to the music, or actually physically moving. Singing wasn't an issue. Physically moving, like what do you do? Have you, you've seen Teledega Nights yeah. when he's getting interviewed and he yeah. keeps picking his hands up towards yeah, yeah. the TV screen? Yeah. Like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it was like that kind of feeling for me. And that's where people like Mick Jagger. And all those types, they just seem to have that down from day one. From yeah, from the early footage you yeah. see of um, Rolling Stones, he was yeah. he just owned the stage. The first time I saw Billie Eilish mm. live, because I'd heard her on the records and they're so well produced, and I thought, well, the trouble with these songs is, is how are these going to transcend Replicate. onto the stage? Yeah, live exactly. Because they're not really performy kind of songs. Mm. And then I saw her live, and I was just like. This girl is just nuts. Mm. She's so good, so mm. talented, so clever. And you're just like, and some people have either just got it or they, they ain't. ain't. Yeah. And it's a really tough one because I think you can learn to get better at it. I wonder how Steve feels about Billie Eilish. I'm not sure. It's confidence, <laughs> though. Oh, do you know, actually, I, I think Billie Eilish is just, I think she she is very good. She's a very good performer. And again, that's probably what carries her through. Her dress sense appeals to a lot of young women because she doesn't conform. Mm-hmm. Um, she wears baggy clothes because she doesn't like that's what she's comfortable in. blokes looking at her mm-hmm. in a sexual manner. Um, but then, I mean, actually, the, the talent in that family... He's mm. the brother, yeah. in my opinion. He's the one, he's the producer, he's the, he's the one making the music, it, yeah. yeah. So, um, again, the brother is the talent, super talented, but mm-hmm. doesn't have the charisma of his sister. Yes. Therefore, it's his sister that's made it into the big time mm-hmm. and not him. I know she's took him with her, which is great that they work together well, on stage. could she do what she does without him? Th- no, they're both I, as important as no, each other. I think they, they are. The I think they are definitely. But she could go off now and work with any producer in the world. Yes, she doesn't she could need drop him it. anymore. Yeah, yeah. But although he has become one of the most sought-after producers in the world now mm-hmm. because of what he's done with his sister, but he's the talent. He's a bloody good singer as well. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah, and, most producers can play and yeah, sing. And, and level, he, yeah, and um, he. He's just insane, and but again, he's the talented one, mm. but the charismatic one's the one that's got all the fame and glory. Mm-hmm. And I think it depends on personality as well, because yeah. uh, again, you were talking about yourself. Uh, I'll talk about myself from a writing angle. Um, I've been on stage. I'm comfortable on stage. Yeah, I'm comfortable ad libbing. I'm comfortable talking to to the crowd. Blah blah. But again, I don't think deep down, it's it's completely me. So yeah. when I want to express myself, I express myself in writing because writers, um, it, when you write, it provides a certain amount of anonymity. Mm-hmm. So when I was when I was doing like more music, people would say, "Oh, my dad used to say, why don't you go on X Factor?" I'm like, mm, "That's not for me. It's yeah. not for me because what I want out of writing music, writing songs, you know, what my ideal situation would be. This is what I said to my dad. This is what I said to anyone that says, "Why don't you?" push yourself yeah, further to it, yeah. yeah push yourself further to get signed is my ideal situation is to write songs for someone else to perform yes sit at home in my pants i know the pants is a motif again yeah yep. i like to write You're my pants i don't pants. know why <laughs> <laughs> it's just my it's just my process we all have a process i'm never like going to a songwriting go home, session i get into my pants and i write either a song or a novel or a, or a novella so that's just my process but and then just watch my bank account just go up and up and up and up. That would but be I can great. still go down the road and get a bottle of milk if I want yeah. and not be mobbed. Yeah. That is my perfect situation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right. We're going to pause for just a second, grab a drink, come mm. back. We can just carry on with this same conversation. I think we could talk about this one all day. Yeah, Let's- and we want you guys involved in this because I, I don't think, I don't know if there's a, there's a winner, but we'll see. 
We'll see you on part two. Okay. Or good at what they do, but they haven't got the big... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I'm finding that hard, because I think to get to the top... You've got to have some. You have to have the charisma and the character. I I just think that that's such... In fact, if I was going to talk about talent Mm -hmm. versus substance, I'd have to talk about people that people wouldn't know about. Okay, yeah. So, just as an example, I know... Two guitarists. One was a vocalist and a guitarist. He was very good. He actually went on X Factor. Okay. He actually went on X Factor. And he hadn't really got the charisma of a, like like a, an Ollie Murs or something like that. And you, to be not, sorry to cut you there, but it's, it's so important for a, um, a solo artist as well because there's no hiding place for a solo artist. Yeah, it's, got, it's all you. You, you haven't, haven't got, got bandmates yeah, that, that, take, funny you know, that take the limelight. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, so he was one. Of, he's literally one of the best guitarists I've ever heard in my life, ever, mm. including all the greats, all the big, the yeah. big names. Yeah, he will unfortunately never make it to that level. Mm-hmm. He, he, whether it's because he's not got the right band, he's not got the right solo opportunity. He did have a little bit of a solo career mm-hmm. and actually did get signed by a major label, mm-hmm. but then got dropped. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Why did he get dropped? What was the reason? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I just purely put that down to. See, I think what a lot of people don't do is, is one of the reasons that my band, old band, did well was because at every single show we did, where everyone else would bugger off backstage, go chill and have beers, mm-hmm. we would immediately fly out the front straight after the set and go get hammered with the people that watched us. Yeah. And have a good time with them. So yeah. we just became known as the fun band the party boys yeah. of, of the circuit but we but we got involved with the people that were paying their money at our merch Absolutely. stores we yeah, went yeah, and got yeah. involved with them went and spoke to them become friends with them and and it, it we became and that was natural to us it wasn't something we planned to do we it's just did it we just felt do. like we needed to do it because we felt like for, oh man people are coming spending we did one show and the queue was so long for our merch stand it was like what is going on and then we, we just felt the need then to spend the whole weekend with these people. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like we couldn't physically do it any other way. Yeah. Um, but that's what brought us onto, I think, into, took, to, you know, people took us into their arts because of that, mm-hmm. I think, more maybe than the music. Do you also think, um, it's just popped into my head, there is this, there's this myth, uh, I believe it's a myth anyway, uh, or maybe a bit of, snobbery uh, around and this is a term that gets used a lot around music people mm. selling out oh it's just okay, no, yeah you've just done a face palm okay selling <laughs> out this this whole this whole notion of selling out what this, does that even th- mean this might be controversial <laughs> but i I'm, any musicians I, listening I, to this yeah, need I, to listen okay these guys have sold out. They're sellouts. They sold their soul. Okay, there is the way I look at it is because well, they made it. You, okay, so <laughs> the, the way I look at it is okay. Uh, I asked this question just blatantly. I think you might have been there. You, uh, yeah, I remember. So talking about, about saying it. that, I said, "Okay, what are you trying to do to this artist?" And he went, "Well, I just I, I make music because I love it." I said, "But why do you go gigging and why are you pressing pressing music and why are you approaching?" Uh, no, they're indie labels. So, it doesn't matter what kind of label they are. What is at the end of it? What is the what is the point of you doing what you do? If you just did an it for indie, the love, even an indie label would make you bigger you, than you are now. You'd make money. So, what is the purpose of what you're doing? If it's just for the love of music, you'd play music alone. You wouldn't need any label. You'd play music alone or just with your friends in a house. Yep, that's it because you love music. Yep. Who is not sending out? And he's like, he just stared at me. I was like. You're, the whole point of doing what you're doing is you're trying to sell out, people. <laughs> you're trying to sell what you do because you believe in it. So there's this snobbery around, 
I don't have to be charismatic. I don't have to be an entrepreneur because I'm just a musician. It's jealousy. You can't, you can't, you have to be an entrepreneur as well now. You have to be. We only knew, I only knew that I was starting to do well with music when I started getting haters. Rant over, by the way. When I started getting haters. Yes. That's the only time I knew I was starting to do well. Yeah. When other bands that had previously supported us started going, why are you getting played on Planet Rock? Yeah. They don't play. You're rubbish. They don't play unsigned bands. Mm. And there was a brilliant response from one of the DJs that went basically on Twitter, just went, mm. yeah, but they're good. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. But um, it was only as soon as we started doing well did, be, did we become this classic rock thing that was a bit of a sellout or a bit of a, mm-hmm. oh, they're going down this. And we was like, we're still writing exactly the same music we've always been writing. Mm-hmm. It's just now we're doing all right. Now, now, people, the enemy. Now, now people want to hate us. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, whatever. Um, because if the roles were reversed and they were the ones mm-hmm. there, they'd be loving life. Yeah, stop talking nonsense. We're all trying to sell out. 100%. <laughs> If you've made it, you've sold out. Yes, okay. that's what I'm trying to do. So these people, if someone came to them and went, buy my, right, buy my stuff. There's five million pound. We've just sold out a tour for you. They're going to go, oh no, sorry. I will qualify it. I will qualify it and say, you can sign up to um, a label and they make you throw out, they try and make you throw out everything that you enjoy doing and change your sound and oh, that oh, yeah. that would make you unhappy yes. I get that yes I mean if someone I really took do. me I get that and I so have I, been, don't want, I want to qualify that I've know. been offered in the last 12 months two deals where they wanted me to only perform songs that their in-house team because we're in Nashville it's very inbred industry in Nashville you have to be working with the right people or you'll get nowhere mm-hmm. right okay that's fine so yeah I'll book your session musicians and your mm-hmm. studios and all of that so yeah so we're going to get some songwriters I've already got 20 songs and mm-hmm. uh, 10 of them have already been tested I've played numerous gigs I know which ones work which ones don't mm-hmm. uh, yeah but we, we think you need to work with top writers to get you n- no Mm. And I walked away and it's choosing immediately. Wisely, yeah. mm-hmm. Now, I've had a conversation with another label, potentially, recently, who seemed to be a bit more free-giving mm-hmm. with allowing their artists to actually express themselves and do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. If that comes off, that is the kind of label I would go to. Yeah. Now, does that make me a sellout? No. If I'd have gone with one of the other labels, yes. Yeah. So selling out does exist. Yeah. But It's I when think... they force you to change who you are, that's no. selling out. Yeah, and it's the, it's the term that's thrown around... Uh, mm-hmm. With in the wrong context, which yeah. annoys me, yeah. by bands that are trying to do exactly the same thing. Yeah. So you're the enemy because you have signed, or you're doing this and you're doing that, you're doing that. We're doing this. You're a sellout because X, Y, Z, and they're nonsense reasons. Selling out is completely dropping what you believe in <clears throat> and going in a direction for money. Let's, so it does exist, but I don't think I think it's thrown around too loosely. But, but also as well, and you've got to, it is such a competitive industry and so hard to get into. Sometimes, like, let's take um, Harry Styles, for instance. Mm-hmm. One ha- Direction fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had to, he went on X Factor as a solo Again, contestant. they didn't win. No, they didn't, no. But they're the biggest. Uh, but, yeah. but they had some good characters in the band. Louis, you know, the young lad, he yeah. was quite yeah. funny and charismatic. You know, um, then you'd got... Harry Styles, it was obviously the looker of the band in terms of dating all the famous women mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, yeah. at least. Uh, and he was, he was probably the rebel as well. He was a bit like the Robbie Williams of the band, hair. weren't he? Yeah, he was the Robbie Williams of the band, the bit, weren't he? One. But he kind of had to do that process to get to where he is now, because I don't know if you've listened to his last album and the new stuff he's putting out now. The boy's good. Mm. He's really good, and he's a very talented musician. Yeah. And, but obviously... So he did like sell out in reverse to get reversed. where you want to be. Yeah, he, yeah. he sold out to get to where he needed to be. Yeah, not, there's nothing wrong with and, any and, route. And now, he's, now he's making the music that he always probably wanted to make because mm-hmm. he was always a bit rockier than the yeah, others yeah, anyway. Yeah, sure. Um, and to me now, and the reason he's doing, again, we go back to it, the reason he's doing better than all of the others, he's the most charismatic, he's the most entertaining, he dresses wacky, mm-hmm. he's a bit wild... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, go. he has got so the you've talent. Done a, another, another roundabout point for your charisma argument, which which makes sense. Yeah, again. I'm struggling to find people who are talented. I mean, the only one, <laughs> the only person I could think of when I was trying to do this that was super talented but void of 
in my opinion, mm-hmm. charisma would be someone like Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But she's still at the top. Mm. She's got, I mean, yeah. other people might argue she's very charismatic. I've never been to a Celine Dion concert. Yeah, so you don't I've really, seen yeah. her live. I've yeah. even watched some videos researching for this episode. Yeah. But she only ever says three things. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, that's the one. <laughs> Don't know. She speaks a lot of French sometimes. So maybe yeah. we don't know. Maybe she's really charismatic. I don't know. But yeah, okay. So super talented though. Yeah, yeah. Great voice. Again, subjective. Uh, but yeah, she has got a great voice. Powerhouse of the voice. So okay. So we understand now that you need. You want both. You want a. You want a modicum of both, really. Uh, and as Steve said, which I agree with, you need at least some of one. Or else you're not oh, going to make it to yeah. the point of yeah. the kind of caliber of people that we're talking enigma. to. Apart from the one enigma, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say his name again. Uh, so I was thinking more now around movies. We've touched on it. We've touched yeah, on actors. Yeah. Um, I've got a little bit of a list of movies that I feel that are the closest thing to 100 percent of one thing. And none of the other. Can I throw one in very quickly? Go. Because I saw him on telly last night. Go. Jack Black. What about him? The man's just all character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I mean, he's a ridiculously talented musician, but that's a separate subject. That's not his acting career. No, that's not his acting career. Mm -hmm. But man, he's very entertaining to watch. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Can't take your eyes off him. Yeah. School of Rock. (laughs) He's brilliant. Perfect movie. Yeah. but You'll yeah, ne- again, that was him playing music, so he was, he was in his element. You'll he? never see him do a Jim Carrey that went from doing the wacky... Have you seen some of Jim Carrey's new stuff? Have you been watching the series that You're he's kind done? of stealing into my bit. Oh, am I? Right, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Because that new series, uh, the one where he's playing the teacher... Yeah. Um, sorry, the, the, the TV presenter. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's like... Yeah. That was... I kind dark. of already, I always saw that in Jim Carrey because of his history. He, he had like a very tough early yeah, life yeah. and his battles with depression and mental health. Oh, we should do more serious films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody good. So, okay, so all style. Oh, uh, we're going for all style. First okay. one's all style. So, and some of these are legendary and I love them. Okay. So I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying yeah. these are all Mostly style. Mostly style, yeah. Yeah, true romance. Um, 90s kind of sta- staple movie. Okay. Yeah? Christian Slater? Oh, yeah. Slater Arquette Axis? Didn't make really any sense. It was nonsense. But it was such a stylish movie. And it came out the, in the, the perfect time around yeah. Pulp Fiction. You, you know, just it, reminded me now of about 12 different films that are similar to that that would fall they came into out, that same category. Yeah, they, it yeah. wasn't Tarantino. Biker Boys. I've never heard of Biker Boys. Biker Boys. No. We've got that bloke who played uh, Morpheus in, um, in oh, The Fishburne. Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, I've he, never heard of it. He was in that. I'm going to look that up. Terrible but brilliant at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah. just strange. I but don't mean B-movie terror. I mean, it's mean all style. So No, that was. Yeah. It was just all about yeah. what was going on. What I class as films that are pretty much all style and no substance, even though they're entertaining and I like them. Fast and Furious. You wouldn't be, well, I don't like them. (laughs) But again, yeah, all style, all action. Is you can't remember, you like the movie, but you can't remember a story. (laughs) You can't remember (laughs) Fast and Furious? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can't remember any substance to an actual plot or story. I just like the cars. It was just shining and noisy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Drive. (laughs) Have you seen Drive? Yes, I've seen Drive. Yeah, Drive. Ultraviolet, um, kind of... Um, European techno going on in the background, you know what I mean? Uh, and again, it's yeah. such a... It was almost like a fashionable film, it that was. one. Yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Uh, the, I, I can't really... It's a, a story about revenge and protection. I don't yeah. remember it that well. I just remember Ryan, it being very, a very artsy almost. Very, very stylish. Ryan yeah. Gosling with the yeah. hammer and the scorpion jacket. Yeah. It was so cool. But again, substance-wise... Not really. Not really for me. Again, it's got driving the title again. Baby Driver. No. It's such a cool movie. Not You've got to watch one. Baby Driver. No, uh, soundtrack. It's about a a young getaway driver. Yeah. Um, but it's fantastic. Buffalo 66. You probably haven't heard of that either. <laughs> nope. But that's nope, fine. That's not, no. Run Lola Run. Yeah, these, these yeah, are not. It's no. a foreign movie, but it's all no. it's all about a woman running. Wow. Okay. To a 
pumping techno <laughs> soundtrack. It's, like, it's fantastic, so like but a, it's completely so like nonsense. It's a house version it's, of Forrest Gump. It's complete nonsense. <laughs> and the last one on my list is every, anything by Michael Bay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> he makes brilliant action movies. He's a bit like Jerry Bruckheimer, is he? It's like... I'm too much, you know me and my sort of character-based movies and Transformers. Transformers? I love Transformers. It's the first one. I love the first one. Yeah, the story to Transformers, actually, in the first one, I remember. The rest of them just get a little bit like, oh, we've had a successful... Like they do with all movies. They lost me after the first one, We discussed this in episode one, I think, didn't we? It was like, we've made a good movie. We must now make nine more. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You've just been given a music, uh, a music, uh, a money printing press. Why wouldn't you use it? Just, just leave them alone. I know, I know. So then we go on to the all substance. Uh, all substance. Okay. Have you ever heard, and it was a novel, it was a spy novel called Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's got some of the heavyweights yeah, of yeah. British film. Acting, yeah, the yeah. He- the real heavyweights. Proper actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they could really, really act. But good lord, it was dry. <laughs> <laughs> My god, I remember watching it, and I was sitting. I was just because it was gripping. Don't get yeah. me wrong, because it's a spy story, uh, espionage, and all that. You know, yeah, Cold yeah. War. Yeah. You know, the nervousness on the streets, and it, it kind of it was straddled Russia, and it was like London. Yeah, um, it was on location. It was brilliant. But I turned around to my wife. I just went, "Wow, this is grown up. This yeah. is a grown up movie." <laughs> yeah. Do you mean? I was a bit uh, like that with Le Mis. And it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. Mm. All the actors in it were brilliant. Yeah. All the singers in it were brilliant. Mm. But I was about halfway through and I was like, I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's musicals. That's a separate show. <laughs> I have my own strong views on musicals. I love musicals. I don't. I absolutely That's a, that's a show in itself. I love them. Day. I love uh, them. But yeah, so again, I went into that movie. Halfway through, I was like... I don't know if I'm smart enough for this movie. <laughs> it's leaving me behind. Yeah. But no, it was a great movie. So I, don't, I would recommend it, but it is... It's a bit, like, a bit like Downton Abbey. It's, <laughs> it's nothing like Downton Abbey. No, and I've never seen Downton Abbey through first. Downton Abbey, again, loads of brilliant actors and actresses in it. But, mm. oh God, if I had to commit an hour of my life every week to watching that... Nah, not for me. Nah, not me. But again, it's subjective. Yeah. I always try and qualify. Uh Adaptation is another uh, Cohen movie. It's, it's a it's a very good one, um, but it's it's all about emotion though. It's yeah. all emotion, you know. There's not a lot of tricks going on. Mm-hmm. The Third Man, that's a, an old film noir, um, and it's Orson Welles. Again, it's a dry affair, but it's a brilliant movie. Mm. And then when I stopped you uh, with the whole Jim Carrey thing, was I've got one in capital, big bold capital letters that says both is uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Please tell me you've seen that movie, Steve. We probably should have talked about this beforehand. No. You've never seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? I don't think I have. Jim Carrey. How old is this one? It's an oldie. It's an. It's one of the first, after Truman Show, one of the, because Truman Show was kind of half comedy, <laughs> wasn't it? Tell me a bit about it, and maybe I have. I just don't recognise the name. Oh, man. We really shouldn't be doing this on, on, on the podcast. Okay, I should we'll have, asked, about, we'll I should have asked you first. I'll watch it. I will watch okay. it because I love Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey films. Okay, so, I can't say I'm a follower of Jim Carrey, but every time I've watched something he's done, I've enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, God, how do you explain it? It is about relationship. It's about relationships. Uh the style part, it's got it completely down because he was by Michelle Gondry. So it's actually, what he'll do is he'll go inside his mind. Mm. Uh, it's basically, he's getting over a breakdown, a mental breakdown. Uh, and at each point of the movie, you're kind of trying to work out whether that is actually, the thing is happening. He's having a conversation with his with his partner in real yeah. life or it's going on in his head. Steve. Okay, now keep talking. Uh, Steve, you've got to watch I this movie. I feel like, no, that, that. I feel like that rings a bell for some reason, but you, I, I'm going to look it up. I look it up. You will, if you watch it, you'll, you, I, I think you I do would this all it. the time. Though I'm terrible oh, with you, film names. You do do that. I and do then that. I'll start that talking about it. Yeah, oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I, would, yeah, I do it all true. the time. I'm terrible with remembering names of stuff like that. I often say this though. I don't know how I'm a singer because I have like 47 songs in my set list, and one of the I remember the lyrics to every single one of them every single time. You ask me what. Some it was quite significant 
that I should remember. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, Eternal Sunshine. It's 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 got it all. Yeah, it's got it all. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, uh, the two okay. main, two main, two very very strong actors. Oh, we'll give in that in their up. own right. I'll give to that see. Up. 2004. You've had plenty of time. 2004. Oh, was that yeah. since 2004? 2004. I thought you meant the film 2000. And... No. 2004, that's when 12, it came out. wasn't it, though? 2012. Get it, get it watched. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I'll yeah, but that's got both. Okay. It's got both. I'll give that so one. So it's like the anti-Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they should have called it. I mean, I think there's a lot of films that have got both, but they generally tend to be true stories. The Steiner's um, Steiner Simpsons, possibly, so, yeah. Just because, like, I think it, it being a true story can sometimes just be more gripping in itself. Like, one of the best ones I've ever seen that's got both the style down... Mm-hmm. Um, again, again, I can't remember the title. I want to say it's called Unbreaking or Unbroken or Unbreakable or something like that or Broken. Angelina Jolie, war film, she directed it. Oh, um, gosh. And it's about the Italian guy who was an Olympic athlete. He then has to fight in the war. Um, he then gets yes. tortured because of his fame by the, I think, Japanese general. Um, and he literally, just because he was famous, he just got tortured. Um, but he, he obviously becomes like a massive hero because of the things he endures. How that man was still alive come the end of that ordeal. I know. I just can't get my head around the fact that that was a true story. And I think true stories tend to have more of both mm-hmm. in a lot of cases just because it's like so unfathomable that those things actually happened. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Um, what was that? I know, I know which film you're on about. I'm I can't remember, man. I want to say it's got the words broken. It has. It, it has. Um, movies Angelina Jolie directed, um, but it was it was unbroken. Unbroken. That's it. Yeah, I swear yeah. I got it. Yeah. You did say unbroken. To be yeah, fair. yeah, it was just brilliant. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that one, I'd watch. I it. have seen it. It's yes, just so it. good, so good. But yeah, I, th- it, I think it is a difficult one. It's I open think, ended, isn't it? I think the problem is talent. There's a saying, isn't that that um, hard work mm. will beat talent when talent doesn't work hard? Yeah, that's uh, good saying. Yeah. And I think that's a character thing. Yeah, because you have to have character to work hard. Because the trouble is when. Uh, look at the Black Eyed Peas, for example. Mm-hmm. Is will I am the best rapper in the world? No. Mm-hmm. Is Fergie one of the best singers ever? No, I've heard that woman sing live. I can tell you, she's not. Mm. <laughs> uh, the other guys, I don't really know what their part was. Mm. <laughs> so kind of did a bit of singing and rapping and um, some producing yeah. and writing and stuff. But, you know, as a group, again, all the ingredients were kind of... And they got knocked back again time after time they- after time. Lady Gaga mm. was said no to... Hundreds of times by labels. She's massively talented. Because she was called bland. Mm-hmm. So she used to turn to these talent contests all the time in America because they tend to mm-hmm. do them more, yep. like stage ones, behind the scenes, not on TV. Yeah. And she would just turn up in a normal self, mm-hmm. dressed as a normal sort of 16, 18-year-old girl or mm-hmm. whatever old she was at the time, and just sing. And she'd be brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah. And every time they'd just go, nope. Nah. Yeah. One time she comes back with giant shoulder pads, wacky hair, and you know what? crazy it. She makeup. Just went all out. Yeah. yeah. And that time they say yes. And call herself Gargo. Yeah. Mm. You create a character That's it. and she, did she goes to the top. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant um, work. And, it, and again, she was very talented, but without the, without the charisma Entrepreneurship, and, the, and the character and the branding, mm-hmm. there's no way she'd be as big as she was. Well, she no wouldn't way. have even got signed. No. no. M- Madonna. Mm-hmm. How did we forget to mention Madonna? Substance. I'm glad I got that one in right yeah, yeah. before the end of the... My wife would have killed me, but she, she's probably going to kill me worse now because I say I don't think she's hugely talented as a, as no. a singer. But I went to see her with my wife uh, about a, year, a couple of years ago. I bet it was a brilliant show. It was incredible. It yeah. was. I've seen a lot of was acting in my where she fell? No. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't... That's the one when she was pulled over. That was Brits, wasn't it? I think. That, was, that was funny. But... Uh, she was incredible. And she plays guitar, I didn't realise. Mm. Uh, and she didn't stop. She did nearly two hours, no. non-stop. Well, you've got Robbie Williams would fall She's into... She's a machine. Robbie Williams would fall into exactly the same category as Madonna. I mean, was he a great... Is he a great singer? No. But then, having said that, have you tried singing Angels? 
No, I haven't. It's no. Bloody hard song to sing. It's yeah. not easy. So he has got a bit of a voice in there, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he, he he's more about his character than it he is. It is very so, much so. Yeah, but again, when you look at all the biggest names ever. Mm. There's very few of them that have got a very equal split of both. It's no. generally more character than talent. Mm. Well, I think, yeah, even as so going back to Bowie, uh, I, I might be alone, but I don't think I am to say, honestly, David Bowie didn't have the great, he wasn't the greatest vocalist. Mm-hmm. But as he, he even transcended being an artist, he was... yeah. His album covers and things like that as well. Like you, you could, know. you could almost kind of a bit like Madonna. You could almost he changed so much as like you could almost kind of measure time by them. Yeah, <laughs> eras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They were that important, yeah, and yeah. she's that important to the music industry. Yeah, because they transcend just being an art, a singer or an artist. Yeah, there are more. And it's and it's frustrating that people will listen and and go oh why is he made it he can't even sing why are they made it they can't even act they can't yeah, do yeah. this and it's like it's very tired isn't maybe, it out maybe the message is if you are trying to make it as a singer or an actor um don't worry about being so talented take heart actually just be more bloody interesting <laughs> yeah take heart take heart why is that a bad thing that a person you don't see as having the perfect voice is a massive saying artist and you've got designs on it maybe just go right maybe i don't have to be perfect perfect maybe yeah. i don't have to be perfect maybe mm-hmm. i just need to grab a hook that i love and that people seem to like and just run with it it's like full speed. it's like um, and trends change all the time, and you've got to go with them. I mean, that's yeah, what Madonna did perfectly, and Bowie they've done perfectly. I think they... Adele is a, a good one for this, uh, and, and Ned Sheeran, where they didn't conform with style. No. And now it would seem Billie Eilish, this girl tones and I. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost it used to be you had to have a, a swimwear model body mm-hmm. and almost always be in a bikini like Little Mix, even mm-hmm. though their average age audience is twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah I know. That's, that a, that's a separate issue, yeah. Ariana yeah. Grande only day. sings about sex and her average follower is nine. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. Another show, again. Yeah, but... Because we're know, in that time. <laughs> but you look at... You look at those... You know, the, those characters, mm. and that's what they basically all do. They all just turn into characters because... I mean, look at that girl who did the documentary, you know, from Little Mix, for example, oh, about yeah, yeah. body shaming and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. But again, if she didn't go along with the whole character thing and do it, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have been in the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate bit. But now it seems that girls are coming out, especially girls more so, are coming out now. And it's like the more weight you've got on you and the more you dress like a chav, mm. the more likely you are to mm-hmm. to be successful. So that you could it go it certainly it, looks yeah. that way. Like when you look at trends and how they're all dressing. and But again, that tones and I even though I didn't know her before and I didn't realise why she was so suddenly so big because the song's okay. Mm-hmm. But then when I watched that interview, I was like, okay, now I'll get why people like her. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it was, a, it was a personality that won me not, not, the, yeah. not, the, not her music. So, Stephen, in conclusion, I think I've got a good thing to kind of uh, leave off with. Uh, we can't say that one's the winner particularly because it's a conversation that could be had for a long time but I think I think I've got an exact percentage go on I think you need 20% talent and and 80% charisma and style I think I could probably go with that but we'll put it out again on the the corner and see we'll put it to a poll which one because I'll be interested in different personalities who what they find more important Mm -hmm. that's what I'm interested in on the corner so let's get that poll going but what I will say do that as a kind of sign-off, possibly, uh, verdict when it comes to one with both and one with neither. At the top, Prince. Yeah. And at the bottom, Sir Paul McCartney. No, it's, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. See, I'm Paul McCartney, I'm joking. Paul McCartney no, would he's be, up there with he'd be, Prince, he'd be up there with Prince, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand. I mean, no, I know, I know. He could never play it. I mean, Prince played every instrument mm. brilliantly. He mm. sang every note brilliantly. Mm. You can't fault him. I can't him. say the same. Let's not do this again. For his counterpart. But, again, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there are odd things that happen that you just can't explain. You just can't. I- I'm sure there'll be someone on the corner that's a Beatles fan that will be able to 
educate us a little, or you. I nearly put myself in cahoots I, with you I went to on Liverpool. the Paul McCartney I went to, thing. No, I went to Liverpool. I'm staying anonymous. I went that. to Liverpool and, I, and I, I, we did the Beatles tour. I did the whole thing. And then I thought, as a result, I know I probably should get to know more about them. I dived into all their back catalogue. I've listened to actual vinyls. I was listening to all mm. their songs. I've gone back and listened to stuff that Paul McCartney's done on his own. And my opinion didn't change. Song's good though. He wrote, he wrote good no, songs. No, but that's the thing. I would say more after. The, the mm. so, but the songs, Beatles, okay, but. yeah. But that's but that's the point. I mean, he was a great songwriter. There's a lot of great songwriters out there. But that's what I mean. All his ingredients were were wrong. <laughs> but we just tasted so right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of my favourite things to eat in the world is chips with custard. If you've never tried it, don't knock it. But the ingredients are wrong. The ingredients are wrong, but you put them together and somehow Mm. you get a character that people buy into. But again, I I think think talent Mm. is outweighed by character when it comes to the people at the top Mm. in general. Yeah, at the very, very, very top. Very top, yeah. Okay, so sign-off is Sir Paul McCartney. No, let's not sign up so, for that. So, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> terrible but delicious. <laughs> we'll catch you on the corner. Yeah, see you later.